Tango Durians. Okay, Christina. Why don't you introduce today's topic for us? We have a very exciting topic. It's titled Tango. Is it a man's dance or a woman's dance? All right, let's get it out of the way. I believe that tango is a dance of two, or it takes two to tango. Dos por tango, man is the frame, woman is the picture, etc. But there are a number of people who think that the man is the boss. Or, okay, to be more... PC, the leader. And we'll get into that discussion later. So, Christina, what do you think of our topic? Mm. I think, like, the topic of whether it's a man's dance or a woman's dance um, is largely moot because, I mean, what's the point of a couple dance like tango if two people are not involved, right? You might as well go and uh, pick up freestyle or hip-hop or breakdance by yourself if that's the case. It's, um, it's like, to me, it's like asking should we have a, a night or a day? And um, and I also want to be careful when we say like the lead is the man and the follower is the woman because yes, um, gender always plays a huge role in, in what we perceive as who does what in the dance. But at the end of the day, um, we are two people, you know, exchanging uh, energies, exchanging communication and interpreting a music in a sequence of movements that we recognize as tango. So, I mean, that's my like two cents worth, but let's continue the discussion because it's always, uh, there's always more to uncover, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so, um, like, okay, according to my Tango Geek research, my Tang Geek research, all right, my source for today being Robert Ferris Thompson's great book, Tango, The Art History of Love, all right? So, it says oh, here... Oh, title. Yeah. <laughs> during, Wait, The Art History of Love? Yeah, The okay. Art History of Love. Yeah, I mean, I got, I, I got a, a physical copy, but somehow I don't know where I misplaced it. So I bought it off. Uh, I bought a digital copy of Google um, Google Books, and okay. it's, it's, yeah, it's available there. Cool. Yeah. So anybody who wants, you know, to have a good read, um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, Tango books on Google Google Books as well. Although Google Books is not sponsoring any of this, <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's definitely a great source in this uh, COVID. Very good to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in this in this uh, COVID-ridden era, okay. So, according to the book, all right, uh, during the rise of tango in 1880 to 1900, um, Nicole now Clapwick points out, women who dance well were definitely in demand, and this gave them an edge. Women indirectly shaped the course of the dance, and they enabled men, including early stars like Ricardo Scaliasi, Scalisi Saul, known as El Flaco, or the Tin Man. You know, I can relate because I am also El Flaco. <laughs> and Mariano Cao, they, to make the most of the black-derived cortes, um, the corte, an abrupt stop, presupposed experience and talent on the part of the woman. Without prior knowledge and cool, their cortes might have turned out inept or quite awkward, which is like correct as well, because I've tried leading women um, mm. who are less experienced into... Mm. Um, you know, maybe even like basic stuff, but like, you know, if they are not in tune or mm. if they're if they're not skilled enough, they might mislead like a half weight or a full stop um, very jerkily. 
So, you know, they, yeah, they, they might mislead or misinterpret or even just plain fully commit to a step that wasn't really led. So that's the thing. That's what leads me to believe yeah. that it is a 50-50 dance. Um, you know, even though a lot of people were like, oh, no, tango is macho, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Like, you, did you get any experience like that uh, being of, and you, you lead as well, so you know both ways? Yeah. Um, so this, this passage is saying that they're using the example of a specific move to say that this illustrates why, or why, why it's a woman's, why, why it's a follows yeah. portion of the dance. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like the, again, it's, it's like, it's not like one is right or wrong or one is better than the other, right? At the end of the day, you can't have one without the other. You know, I mean, you can't have a follow just following and you can't have a leader just leading, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you need a, you know, a, a reaction, an action and a reaction for this dance to even work. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, and this is something that I tell a lot of my students as well um, when I teach. Yeah. Like, you know, the men, you are not supposed to be moving furniture. And ladies, you are not a freaking cupboard. The furniture. <laughs> yeah, again with the furniture. Yeah, and, and the women are not freaking closets. They have to dance. They have to be Thanks. active, you know. And, 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 that's, and that's the issue that I take with a lot of... Um, people who mm. think that you know a really nice strong mm. leader will be able to pull them through anything um, right. yes pull them through everything <laughs> that's the thing pull as opposed to dance with so you know that is in that sense you know tango as a men's dance yeah if you like to be jerked around yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I I, I kind of see that. Um, I think we're it's it's been years and years of taking lessons and stuff, and forever you're trying to find the balance point for yourself as well. Like I'm talking from the from the from the viewpoint of, of a follower, right? That you start out being very afraid of putting a lot of weight on the guy because you're like, you know, you're finding your own balance in this dance, and you're finding finding your own way to react to your own body, right? Not even the guy. Um. Then, then comes a point where, you know, someone tells you, oh, you're leaning too heavily. And then someone tells you, you're too light, right? And then by the end of it, you don't know whether you're too heavy or too light. So you always end up just erring on, like, going for the light version because you don't want to hang, right? Yeah. And, I mean, of course, over time, you hone yourself. I mean, like, this and anything else you do that demands physicality, right? Whether it's doing weights or, I don't know, doing yoga or playing a sport, yeah. the more you do it, the more you're your body awareness increases, right? Mm -hmm. And yep. it is a dance. So body awareness is one. Then, of course, there's musical awareness. Then there's all sorts of things that come with the partner dance, right? And it's a yep. social thing on top of that. So there's a lot of layers to this thing, which um, you kind of progress on all fronts as the years go by. And then you always look back and be like, oh, I wasn't aware of this back then. And now I'm dancing differently again. So the more you add to your information arsenal, the more the dance becomes something different to you every single time you come back to it, right? And that's the fun of dancing in general right you should never stagnate right or if you are stagnating that means you're not putting your own work right to try and improve yourself as well because there's no end to this whole thing but yeah i mean go ahead iski i think you're gonna read something else from the passage as well oh yeah thank you very much yeah um and that carries forward to what we were uh, trying to say about the ladies mm -hmm. as well um uh, ricardo garcia blaja has recently argued and by recently mm -hmm. i mean whenever this guy robert <laughs> 
wrote the book, um, <laughs> he's recently argued that the brothel theory of the birth of tango exaggerates to the point of absurd absurdity. Point taken. Yeah. All right. So brothels were certainly not the only places available for dancing. You know, there were tenement parties, dives, cabarets, mm. and later the cafes and dance halls and theaters. Um, mm. There were street corner sessions where men practiced with men. So that's the queer tango thing. But mm. interesting point. I'm just gonna sideline here a bit. Um, men practiced practiced with men. They didn't social dance with men back in those days. So that's I think mm. another important um, thing. When people do queer tango, um, it's only recently that queer tango, um, uh, as you know, tango being danced between men or ladies with ladies, or you know, um, the other forms, um, it's when they dance socially. That's when it's frowned upon. Because I've, as recently as um, right, two no, as recently as five years ago, I've heard, um, uh, one of uh, the dancers um i will not say whom a lovely dancer but because this is the old thinking they're like uh this this um person was like you know um he he was looking at um ali uh dance mm. with uh with with a lady uh, a lady was leading um mm. because you know oh. they weren't getting dancers so what you know so so they so yeah. this lady was leading and and um uh, this guy sidles up to me and he was like you know in BA, this is more like a comedy show. <laughs> verbatim, verbatim, he said this is like a comedy show um, in BA. But then now, you know, you slowly get into it. But anyway, so that's the that's the sideline. So the thing is, back then, people practiced, you know, men practiced with men to the sound of organ grinders and their old whistled, their own whistled tunes, right? Working class women went to cafes and dance halls to dance. You know, they mm. had nicknames like, you know, compadrona, tough girl, you know, suggesting, right. yeah, these girls know how to take care of themselves. You know, they, right. they there's this uh, part where this girl scared off wolves by flashing a knife. And yeah, these girls were not tragic at all. They're very strong women, like how uh, we perceive uh, feminism to be right now. Can we go into that? But what the heck, let's just go into that. So yeah, like we perceive feminism to be strong women. So that's what we get, strong women, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, there's a whole list, you know, of forgotten history, histories of women, you know, being uh, quite the central figure in, in, in tango. Of course, the men led the steps, so they took responsibility for creating steps as it were because of those practice sessions but then again you know who's to say that women didn't you know yeah yeah right yeah right. so so now we can say uh right now going back to the script that women are an important part of the dance personal experience again you know i've been told by many esteemed teachers that tango is a man's dance you know reason being that if the man is weak mm the couple looks weak or the woman looks like she isn't following or is not following, you know, and in competitions, right. I've had comments from judges who were like, uh, you know, uh, you are too weak. Uh, so this thing has haunted me for a very, very long time. Oh my God. Um, I, 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 I think we need to again distinguish, right? There's a social aspect to this whole dance and there's a stage performance aspect to this dance. Now, these are very distinct dancers in that sense that you can you know it 
the the theory of the dance and the way it looks is similar in both cases, but it follows a very different trajectory. So I think to me on the stage type of situation where what is being expressed is a performed dance, then of course the gendered roles or what we call the male versus female roles are strong in the sense that there is a lead, he's a male, and he has to come across as representing a very dominant energy on the stage, right? Yeah. But, and that, and that I think to what you're saying, right, the couple looks weak or the woman isn't following. It's just keeping up this contrast, right? Because it's a very feminine, masculine energy that you see on the stage, right? Yeah. The guy is in his suit, you know, with a hat, and the girl is there in her, you know, like, really revealing dress. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, and but I, I have I not seen a hat on stage in a very <laughs> long time. I think you know what I mean, we have right? to bring back it's the like, hat. It's the Gene Kelly dancing in the rain. <laughs> when you think when you think dance, you think Gene Kelly. You know, you think Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers. Oh right? yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that's the immediate black and white kind of feel. Yeah, and yeah, you, yeah. You know sure. that that sure. sort of energy because you need the contrast of the yin and the yang, right? So I get what they mean when they say that oh, you need to be strong, but that's a performance reason, not because you know it's not a social thing, and I sometimes. People, you know, there's so many facets of this dance and I think it's sort of branched out into all sorts of things now that, I mean, that's also the fun of it, right? Because tango isn't coded in a way that like something like ballet is, right? Ballet is a rigid code as a perfection or gymnastics. There is a way that you have to do things that is correct. But tango is not that, right? And that's why it's also so interesting to debate about. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, segueing uh, to that, um. I've done uh, some, uh, you know, lessons with yeah. with with some with some teachers, and also I've yeah. taught some lessons where, um, well, in both cases, the student was talking back, so I was talking back to my coaches, and then the student was mm. talking back to me, and um, the there there is this thing where you know there is no one correct way. Yes, mm. there is no one correct way, but. There is also mm. the way that injures or the way that hurts. So, mm. like basic biomechanics, that's 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 the thing that we have to talk about. Uh, yeah. Also, in in tango, basic biomechanics. Yeah. You know, right. if I'm um, skinny, tall person like me dancing with a huge, you know, lady, and by huge I mean she weighs like twenty kilos more than me. I cannot be dancing. Not, not the very same hard. Way. Is. <laughs> yes, not, not very, very hard. hard. <laughs> yeah, I cannot be dancing the same way because right. you know if if I'm uh, if I do that, then I I will be using a different muscle group which might injure. And if she does not dance in a biomechanically sound way, uh, that would also you know be detrimental to me. So uh, a lot of times I've I've had um, um I've had women who go like. You know, why don't you dance with me a lot? You know, like you, we we should dance more. And I would, you know, in my head, I'll be thinking, well, it's because you're using the body the wrong way, and my back effing hurts. So, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, yeah. So, sometimes the lean is not a lean. It's you know, yeah. it's contact. You know, and so and so yeah. that's the thing. There is there is a wrong way, and that's the way that yeah. injures your partner. You know, right. you know, there right. might be a hundred, you know, different right ways, but if it's not biomechanically sound, then you know it's gonna f people up. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 can see that. I think coming from as a lady that 
leads, yep. the taller the person is in front of me, it is just, you know, physically harder to send my own signals out, right? Because of the way that, I don't know, maybe the way that they're balancing, also the fact that I'm not, um, I, I don't always lead, so I'm not used to that role in the same way as I'm following. Yeah, yeah. But there's a definite physicality issue that there's a limit to it, right? It doesn't matter maybe how good your lead is, there's a physical limit to what you can and cannot do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. kind of what you're referring to. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. actually, I've, yeah, actually, I've had people uh, who go like, you know, you need, you need to work out more and put on some kilos. Like, believe <laughs> me, I tried. <laughs> I tried. The most I was able to gain was like, what, eight kilos? And that was after like... <laughs> three times a week at the gym and like full on, you know, full on, um, you know, calories. Yeah. Cal- yeah. Full on like 5,000 calories a day kind of intake. I it's... will exchange my, I will, can I have that problem? <laughs> I wish I could exchange it, but I can't. So that's, yeah, that that's the thing. Like some people are physically incapable of changing their body in order to dance the way that the man is supposed to dance or the man is supposed to look. You know, some people mm. are just physically incapable of doing it. So, right. um, you know, ha- having having to conform to, you know, the body ideal. Oh, my gosh, we're going into body image. <laughs> yeah, how did you get to this from men's dance or yeah. women's dance? Yeah, but like, that's the thing. It's, you know, you, you have to conform to the man's ideal, which is like, uh, okay. you know, big, muscular, whatever. And the lady has to be, you know, uh, small, you know, whatever, you know. So it's... Um, well, actually, that's uh, that's another that's another thing because in Buenos Aires, you know, um, oh. the the sort of more solid ladies actually have a um, well, the solid older ladies who look like milongueras, they mm. would have a better chance of getting dancers because they would have you know the experience. But these are like genuine, true blue milongueras. We are not talking about you know any you know any person who's outside of Buenos Aires who took up tango. We're talking about hmm. Argentinians. In general, around the world, you know, if you're, if you are, you know, feminine, the ideal feminine image, you get more hmm. dances. I will not say what kind of, you know, height, Oh, that's weight. another, you, you see yeah. what I mean? This, 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 this thing just digs holes everywhere. It just There's digs so many holes, branches yeah. to, to I, go oh, down. Gosh. But and yeah, but in in any case, like yeah, that that is like a whole different thing that we have to, you know, dig, you know, preferably with a backhoe. But <laughs> but all right, let's just leave that, you know, there, and let's focus on the topic for today. All right, okay. But here's the thing: it's it's a curious thing going back to the topic. You know, the past is coming back in a big splashy way. Queer tango is back. Now, queer tango, uh, what do you understand about it? What's the what's your definition of queer tango? I guess queer tango to me is when uh when someone who physically is a woman dances another woman, uh, or someone's physically a man following uh leading another man or um basically swapping roles lah, from your gendered norm, right? If you're a woman, you're meant to follow, and if you're a man, you're meant to lead. But anytime you swap out of that, it becomes uh, an issue, right? In part, um, and in some countries, even more so than others. Um, yeah. And some communities, even more so than others. But exactly. I think it's, again, a reflection of 
the acceptance within a certain culture um, and how much it's at the forefront of the, the current issues of the day. Right. So yeah. I, I know a few years back there were these issues where in Russia where there were those like women getting attacked because they were bleeding in the milonga, right? Or so the milongas being like, Oh, we don't accept that. Oh I'm sure it happens in other places as well, right? Depending on how big the community is. Yeah. But it is a reflection of the society's acceptance of what being queer is. Um and yeah. Um, yeah, and you we're talking about swapping roles. And um, yeah. one important um, point that comes up is uh, Tango Nuevo. Um, you mm. and I have done our fair share of Tango Nuevos. <laughs> and um, yep. there's there, there are times when I just feel like in the middle of the dance, you know what, you take over the wheel. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, you know, uh, following so that I don't, you know, so 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 that you know, mm. I, I just get to relax. You know, because mm, some, yeah. sometimes sometimes it is a huge pressure as well to be yeah. leading all the time. Um, yeah. And tango nuevo songs are not short; they <laughs> are like six yep. minute songs. Like so, like one full tanda of uh, tango nuevo of like what three or four songs? Let's say three songs. That's close to half an hour if it's like the full. <laughs> If it's yeah. a full cut, you know, of yeah. like, let's say, Santa Maria from mm. Gotan Project. By the way, that yeah. band, uh, what's happening to them, I would love to hear from you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when we discuss Tango Nuevo, Gotan Project, you know, I would like to know where you guys are. So hit <laughs> us up. So, yeah. So, 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 that, so, so that's the thing. Sometimes it's just like, you know what, this song's way too long. We're doing mm. the same things, you know, and we know each other well enough. So, you know. Put in a spin. I'm the lady. Go, and I mm. I always refer to the followers' role as the lady because I'm traditional that way. Because I even mm. even even when they did it um in the past uh these these come from the old milongueros whom whom I've met um you know they they never went you're the follower I'm the leader they say I'm the man you're the woman you know right yeah so so, so there's they're secure enough in their machismo to to say like you know what vague that you know that's like you know like you're dancing as the woman but we know that you're not gay if you are whatever you know what i'm saying right so, yeah so it's so so um for 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 them back in the old days that is no issue at all because it's practice and you know nobody's n- nobody's actually feeling feelings in their loins <laughs> well, they they're used to a certain word, word certain words to use to to be used as a description, right? Exactly. Lead is man, follows woman. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know what? And also, we've got to talk about the ratio, man. Like, um, we've got to talk about the ratio. We've got um, what was the ratio again? Um, in a lot of uh, communities and milongas. I would say. If it's a good day, maybe two to one. If it's a bad day, maybe three. <laughs> no la. Okay, good day. One point five to one. Okay. okay, there's still more girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's model. let's say yeah. Let let's say our regular. Okay, let's say your, your regular Pullman ones, the ones that I've the ones that I've DJed. Um, like let's say excluding me. Let's say the DJ is just focused on, on uh, spinning. Um, yeah. I I would I would say in a night of uh like let's say 10 girls 
there would be roughly around about eight to nine. So it's more like a one. I don't think so. I think it's more like five or six guys to ten girls. Oh, I mean, I, 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 I know. Maybe, maybe I do. I don't count it so much because. <laughs> I'm a dude, and that's privilege. Exactly. No, it's it's definitely more. Whatever it is, the ratio is. Um, it's definitely more. It's definitely more. Definitely, more girls than guys. Definitely almost. more girls than guys. But let's say on a bad day, it's two to one girls to guys, and on a good day, it's more like one point one to one. Sure. Yeah. I'm gonna do date numbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> However, we do it. You know, I'm I'm not good at math. So, so yeah. So like, okay, with that, you know, coming along, you know, we've got unhappy women sitting in the sidelines. Do you think that's a justification to open up queer tango as a regular habit? I. It's not. It's not a. There's no one's permission needed here, right? That's what I can say. Um, and there's someone it's, that. Okay, uh-huh. it's not really a permission thing. It's yeah. more. It's more like okay, going forward. You know, we know how hard it is to get guys into dance. Yeah. Yeah. We've got we've got girls who are following to a good standard. Um, yeah. So why not they learn how to lead a little bit? But then, yeah. Some uh some people I will not name names will go. Why are you learning how to lead when you can't even stand as a follower? And oh, then I'm okay. like, oh my gosh, sick burn. But that's a different that's a different problem. Right? <laughs> that's a different problem. Um, yeah. Let's taking away people's standards first out of it. Yeah. Um, if we just isolate the topic of should the can a girl lead not can a girl lead or even should they, it's up to them yeah. right. Um. Then the next question is should I mean, it, leading is fun. I would say that right, and it's a you know, take away all the genderedness about this dance and just treat it as a dance, right? It's yeah. a creative expression. Um, so it's, it's kind of like, why not, right? Like, I, I really don't see what the biggest, big problem is. Why are people, like, it, like, what is the issue if two girls are dancing on the floor or two guys even? Yeah, like, exactly. Why, why are people imposing their viewpoints on this? Because then it goes back to a lot of things like you personally have issues with maybe which is, oh, you know, guys shouldn't be dancing, shouldn't be touching other guy, or, or those two girls are dancing together, why, right? So, I mean, it goes back to your own perceptions and your own rigidity in your own thinking, yeah, right? And yeah, it's not, exactly. it, yeah. it's a dance, it's creative, it's fun. It's, Who cares yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's doing a creative <laughs> endeavor between two people. Exactly. Um, and, and, like, yeah, I, I, get, I, I, get this, um, I get this shit from, uh, from my... <laughs> theater uh, thing as well um there's uh there was a uh some issue before this where somebody not me was all um you know what um i'm i'm gay i should win i i should have won that gay role because that that role went to a guy so then i uh, uh, sorry that role went to a straight guy um so then i was like dude it's acting you know, mm. like you don't really have to be gay to kiss guys on stage because it's a form of expression. Right. You are telling the story or you are expressing the creativity of the story. You are not, you know, yeah. taking the stage into your life or whatever. So, yeah, it's, yeah. So, um, you know, so, yeah, some people can be butthurt about a lot of things. But you know what? If it's if it's a creative issue, you know, um, you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody, 
then we're all good. You know, yeah. like physically hurting anybody. I don't want to hear about, you know, hurt feelings. Audience, yeah. thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, um, you know, men following, you know, it's it's great as well because I do I do enjoy like um, moving myself in a different way because I mm. um, like, yeah um, you know Ali says that my my hips are quite loose like like um, almost like girls hips um, so when I do ochos you know it's it's fun to like really feel that 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 mm. tension in your hip and then it whips around uh, whips your leg right. around. And right. and then you know and and then from there, I, you know, feed that idea back into my leading, and then you know think you know what if from yeah. here from this exact position I do this. So it's it's like a, a beast that feeds itself, if you're doing both roles, and that's and and that's why tango, um, grew to the extent that it did because it was like you know a guy who knows how to follow, thinking about steps to lead, and then that guy mm. applying it back to leading and then like another different thing come comes out so it's you know it, mm. it just feeds itself no? yeah i think i think i always think that when we learn the tangle we often learn it in gender roles but actually it does benefit to learn or at least have a mindset of knowing both sides at the same time because if you're a follow that leads you understand inherently what the lead is trying to get you to do and if you're a lead that follows you also know what signal you're sending out or you're at least able to understand what it means right because if you're always stuck in your own role you never experience the other side of the story what on earth do you what are you what's like if you're a lead who's never followed you don't know actually what you're doing in terms of what signal you're sending out yep. so you don't know what it feels like to be thrown around right or flung around or being a or, or being restricted from doing a move. And if you're a follower who never at least experiences a lead a little bit, you're always going to be complaining that, oh, you know, the, the leads aren't good enough or something. But it's not easy to be a lead either, right? So I think the exchange across the two is what's needed in order to really have a more 360 view of what the dance exactly, is about. Exactly, exactly. I've, I've heard mm, this sorry. complaint so many times. Like, um, you know what? You're, you're, not, you're, you're not leading me correctly. And then I'm like, okay... <laughs> what is the what is the not correct thing that you that that you feel and then they're like oh no you're not pushing me into it and it's like okay again you are not a cupboard you are a woman you know what i'm saying and oh, and then and then we have the ones who like really just like you know act like they're a blanket and they just drape their, themselves all over the men so it's just like oh my gosh it's like a a 150 pound blanket on you <laughs> that's heavy <laughs> you have to carry this blanket in your arms <laughs> and uh, yeah and, and and yeah it is it, it is like no joke man it is no joke so i mean uh, everyone so it, just needs to be more aware right in yes. both in both sides of things right men have to be more aware of what they're doing in terms of what signals they're putting out yep. for the for the lead and women have to be aware about how much they are, you know, draping or not holding your own weight or pushing back or straining or yeah, you know, exactly. and it's not often a, a factor to do with how, how, how 
aware are you in dance at that point in time yeah. as well? Right? Yeah. Are you able to control your own weight? Exactly. You know, it's like yeah. I don't know. It's like doing a headstand in in, in yoga or something, oh, gosh. right? Still can't find your balance point. Until you find your balance point, you won't be able to do it. And it's the same thing here. And yeah. you keep working at it. That's why you do lessons. That's, I yeah. mean, no one knows how to do this from the start. Some people yeah. are natural, but it's hard. I mean, yeah. it's not easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we've we've got we've got people who are very aware of um of themselves. Like um uh, one of my yeah. first one of my first uh, tango partners, my one of my first dance partners. Uh, yeah. Who performed uh, with me? Uh, she was quite a big lady, mm. um, but um, but you know I was able to do like all sorts of lifts and tricks with her because oh, nice. yeah because she was able to kind of hold her own um, yeah. weight. You know she she yeah. she she is aware of how heavy she is if yeah. she is a dead weight. So she tries yeah. not to be a dead weight. Um, yeah. Marion, um, shout out to you. How was up? I hope you're enjoying life. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So, um, so that's the thing. You can't use your, you know, your natural body as an excuse to not hold yourself. And like even myself as well. Like I mean, I yes, I'm skinny. There are limitations to what I can do. And yes, those are limitations as a man as well as the stereo. That as the non-stereotypical, non-strong tango man, you know, <laughs> non-strong tango man, yeah, still a but tango man. I mean, but yeah, I but, mean, physicality yeah. has nothing. So I often think of physicality has nothing to do. I mean, as much as we argue, physicality is a limit. I still remember like dancing with some ladies who are smaller than me, but the energy that I get from them, yeah, as a lead, is sometimes stronger than a guy who's maybe twice their size. It's yep. how you use your body at the end of the day, right? Exactly, your exactly. Signal. Yep. And then if I'm receiving it in a way that, I mean, we're both at a certain awareness level, right? That's yep. why we're able to do what we do. Of course, if she was leading someone who was a lot newer, who did not hold their weight, she would also be limited in how much she could move this person, right? Yep, or exactly. be able to lead person. So, I mean, it, it's, it's like, a, I wrote down here, right? Like, it's like a tennis match at the end of the day, right? If you don't find your equal partner you're always you know if someone's better than you you're going to be picking up balls all the time and if you're better than the other person this value is going nowhere <laughs> you know so it's, it's exactly the same thing with the sports analogy right because i find that's the easiest way to explain yeah, it sometimes. well okay i i don't i don't i don't see it as like a tennis match more like a badminton <laughs> match. okay because, same thing yeah okay because like yo, yeah i mean yeah because like okay like yeah um the no, actually, yeah, tennis and badminton both is the same. I mean, because I, yeah. I was I was looking at at the analogy and I was like, um, yes, but in tennis the point is to you know score the ball in, in the court. Then I realized in badminton is the same thing, but um, yeah. I for me you know because I do have a little bit of a martial arts um, boxing kind of a background. It's it's like a really good fight. You know, it's right. like. Right. It's like um, freaking Khabib and McGregor. It's like it's like Ali and Frazier. You know, it it's a fight that goes you know all the way up to ten rounds. You know, yeah. and yeah. and and you know it's 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 so balanced that you know you don't know where it's gonna go, but you know you're enjoying it. You're enjoying the experience because it's like, yeah. you know, it's it's something that continues and it challenges yeah. you. You know, um, yeah. This 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 brings up a point actually that um, that was very interesting because I danced with someone fairly recently, and there was this 
moment where I felt like there wasn't really a lead and follow anymore. It wasn't a push and pull. It was like everything was blending energy-wise back and forth so well yep. that it almost felt like, you know, he's no longer leading me and I'm no longer following. We're just moving together, right? And yep. maybe, you know, it's not like who makes the first move first. It's just like we are both moving at the same time. And that's what they also teach you in musicality class, right? It's the music at the top flowing down into the two, the lead and the follow, and then connecting with each other. So that's what, I mean, that's another topic as well, but musicality <laughs> and the way you listen to the music also inspires the way you move in the dance itself, right? Yeah. And that's that's what also makes it, is that extra layer on top that makes it not a man's or a woman's dance because you're both listening to the same music. Of course, one person is sending out a signal on, and navigating the floor. The other one is receiving but it goes both ways too, right? At the end of the day. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. side notes. <laughs> yeah, let, okay. Like, let's look at the show notes now because we are so deviating. Right? I know. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Now, like, I, uh, as we were saying just now, like, we don't, like, we as in you and me, we don't really mind the loss of control or, like, um, right. loss of non-control because I, I know some women... Um, very much prefer to follow because it's I what see. they yeah. know yeah. and yeah. it's yeah. you know, so so like we you and me we we are okay with controlling with not controlling so it's just yeah. a different challenge for you and me, yeah. Um, but for my end, I I feel like both have a different set of challenges, and yeah, yeah and like for leading, you have to be not on top of the music but you have to transmit the music, yeah. your music into the follower you know yeah. and and that's a hard yeah. thing to do you know you have to look up for traffic you have to transmit your music into the follower and not just do your own thing uh you have to you know you have to protect her you know like from yeah. all the missiles coming in um <laughs> and you know literally Play i've had <laughs> yeah literally i've had someone kick me on the floor just because you know they're too stupid to realize that you know people are dancing around them as well <laughs> Um, <laughs> wow, this brings back memories, but um, <laughs> but yeah. So the that's the challenge for the leading, and in the following, like the challenge is number one, staying on top of the music, you know, in relation to the leader, and yeah. that is whole thing that I mentioned together because it is a whole thing, you know. You have to stay with the leader, and then yet be with the music. And then also express your own creativity within the leader's music and the music that is playing. Mm. It mm. is a skill unto itself, and you're all, and y'all are doing it in heels, so <laughs> and, and backwards, and, don't and forget. backwards, you know. So and uh, the thing is, like I I am trying to uh, score a pair of um, uh, heels, you know, just just so that I can teach women better because um uh, my as soon as COVID is over, I hope to be uh, continuing my my private classes with women and a lot of... Uh, have you, lot... Wait, wait, wait. Have you worn heels before? Yeah, I have. Uh, how does it feel? <laughs> how does it feel? Well, they didn't fit me very well back in those days. Oh. Okay. Because, you know... Mom... Can you balance? Yeah, I can. Okay, that's good. I, I mean, sorry. I could. That was past tense. English teacher coming out, yay! So, okay. <laughs> so yeah, but um, yeah, but I was yeah, I I was uh, I was really hoping to score like um a pair of heels. They have to be custom for me because wait, you know, this, so so this is an actual question because it's not about 
lead or follow anymore, but it's about you being able to walk in heels as a guy. Yeah. Like, why was it easy for you, or like, it's a completely alien footwear for you guys, right? So, how are you gonna dance in that? Um. Oh yeah. Well, I uh, sorry, I did, I, I did actually wear it um on stage at one point. Um, there was one play that I that, that I did a ah, okay. that that I did a little drag thing, and yeah, yeah. it was uh, yeah, it, it was for me, it was totally fine. Like uh, the 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 shoes were a little bit big. Um, but you know, I I was able to do like uh, one or two steps. Um, for me, it's not a big deal. But again, maybe that's because I already had the dance background, you know, because I I I done my ballroom, mm. um, okay. you know, and uh, right. a lot of people don't know that in Latin ballroom you are pretty much kind of using more your demi point than um okay. right. than your whole foot. So you know, a lot of people don't know that, and Latin Latin guys' heels are kind of tall as well. I see. <laughs> yeah, so okay. it, it didn't really bother me um, that much, but but yeah, but um, you know, in order to again to teach uh, women better, I hmm. feel like as an instructor, I also have to know um, how, how the, to yeah it. how to do it. Because yeah. again, I've I I have very rebellious um, private students, you know, and they go, you know, you don't know what it's like to be a woman, all mm-hmm. right? You you're using you're using um, flats, and at that point, I was on on demi trying to show her um, what what's what, but you know, right. because I'm not actually wearing the heels, I'm yeah. just on my demi point, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, she, she yeah. she's like you know you're you're still on flats. You don't know what you're talking about. So um so again um it's great if male dancers, especially instructors, mm. know how to do the 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 women women's role in all mm. of its entirety. I'm not right. saying that men have to bring a set of heels to you know every milonga. Or women have to bring flats to the milonga because I've seen very good female leads lead with heels, and that yeah. that my friend is a really good skill <laughs> to yeah. lead in heels. Yeah, yeah, they've got their balance down point. Though. Yeah, balance <laughs> down well. So yeah, so so yeah, that's so so that's the thing. Different challenges. So like, you know what? Like, is it a man's dance? Is it a woman's dance? We can agree that it takes two to tango. And I don't know. I I don't know why people, you know, uh, try to empower one by by disempowering the other. Right. It's an equal dance, you know. Yeah. Um. So so both have different sets of challenges, and right. if you don't walk in someone else's shoes, then why should you judge? Correct. Yeah. Correct. I think I think the too long didn't read summary of this whole this whole topic is that it's both. It's the answer in short is. It's neither. It's, it's neither the man's dance nor the woman's dance. It's yeah. something that requires both in order to work. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's a matter for the whole world in general, actually. <laughs> so yeah, not man's world, yeah. woman's world. It's both. Okay. Well, I guess that is the end of our chat. Um, stay tuned for next week's uh, episode where we will have. Our first guest, um, Christina. Let's not leak this name yet. But right. are you excited about this next guest? I am. I'm really excited to hear what she has to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a she. All right. So we, we leak one bit of information. Okay. But um, yeah, we we 
are uh, cooking. We're cooking. So, um, and next week's topic uh, for episode three is Tango in Asia. You know what? I'm super excited about this because um, Tango traditionally has been like, oh, it's Argentinian. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's not disagree. But, you know, this is an Asian Tango channel. We are the Tango Durians. We're supposed to be talking about the Durians in Tango and not the... What's Argentina's national fruit? Oh my god, I have no idea. Hold on. Argentina's. <laughs> Googling, Googling. No clue, actually. Sorry? No clue. Wait, durian's not on national fruit. I thought it was mangosteen. Is it? <laughs> oh, it's a big pear called peron. The peron pear. Ha ha ha. Okay. It's a pear. Okay. So yeah, we're not we're Wait, not the tango. Our national fruit papaya. Oh. Crap. Really? No, no, man. No, no, no. It's durian. Seriously. Like, why do you think every durian Why do you think every durian season, you know, everybody's flocking to the durian stall? You know, you know, pay pay 30 and eat like I think they made it papaya because uh durian was too controversial. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like today. Alright then. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. So uh so yeah, we are not the tango pears, we are the tango durians. So there. All right. Anyway, uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, Bye, guys. And Christina, let's say goodbye. Bye-bye. Ciao. Ciao. All right, signing off.